Woodland. Welcome to This is Good for My Therapy. Sylvie and Sarah will be joining us shortly. Today we'll be talking about the reptilian conspiracy, Enter the Cadiz Do. Well, ladies, are you ready? Yes. So ready. All right. Oh, I had a question. Nicole, is it more so on the reptilian episodes that we have audio issues? Are the reptiles doing it? <laughs> I'm just wondering if we should all incorporate tinfoil hats into these recording sessions from now on. It might be. It might be that the Vietnamese are fucking with us. Well, let's just pay attention. I mean, I know the next one that she's got to edit is like a nightmare. So, yeah, I've been oh. putting it off. I'm not going to lie. What's the next one we have to edit? It's the one where we had to start and stop so oh, many times. So many times. Oh, yeah. oh that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll sorry, fun. Nicole, but let's hope that this one just goes smoothly. And it's actually not as long as the others, so uh, hopefully it is makes sense. <laughs> Can we get to Jesus? Uh, yes, at the end of this one. Next one will be Jesus. Sorry. Ooh, yes! Yeah, we're making progress, guys. We're almost at Jesus. We're almost at Jesus. This one's going to be Reptilians Part 4, the Kadistu, and the Fourth Dimension. Boop, 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 boop. Boo boo doop. Wait a minute. I think I lost my consciousness in the sixth dimension. No. Song. No, never I, mind. I don't know. I was waiting for it. I liked your, um, I liked it. It was great. Oh, don't like it. Don't, it was bad. Keep it, it in, bad. Nicole. Keep it Keep in. Keep it out. You might remember, out. well, I mentioned last time that I was going to switch tracks a little bit this time and dive deeper into Zachariah Sitchin next. But I thought about that, no. <laughs> I think not at all, or at least not yet. I'm just going to keep the story going. That okay. we, we don't throw any alternative narratives in yet, and I don't want to confuse things, because this shit oh. is bananas, and it's it hard is. to keep track of. It is, it is. So where did we leave off? That's what I was going to say. Shall we do a recap? Because lots happened. Yeah. Yeah. Lots it was, happened. It was a little while ago. But what do you guys remember? Okay. What was the last thing? They, the thing is, I'm trying to remember what was the last one. So the last okay. one was Mulge and the Moon. Oh, That's yeah. Right. Um, yes. Mulge was destroyed. <laughs> Mulge was destroyed by the Draconians. Yeah. They, they actually, um, where, I, where do I have this? So uh, basically Atlantis was destroyed and a great flood was caused by Enlil releasing nukes on the Earth because he's a dick. And as a direct result of his dick move, our moon is a satellite installation by the Pleiadians, used as a monitoring base and frequency emitter, a decision made by the Galactic Confederation Council. And it was yes. a joint project aided by the Anunnaki, ITRs, and Carrions, which just makes me laugh. And I think about when our nations work jointly with other nations that we sometimes disagree with. Then <laughs> <laughs> they put it out in the news. Uh, this was a joint project. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, like, we like each other now for this one project <laughs> for this one moment right and then there was already there was an already extinct planet mulch between mars and jupiter and it was being mined and it was destroyed by the leaders of the reptilian alliance the draconians as a type of huge fuck you to the gcc <laughs> yes they hit they hid the thing they were like i remember 
they hid mm -hmm. the asteroid. Yeah. So it made it look like it had been destroyed until it was too late. And then it destroyed the planet. Because they oh, are yeah, also. They took out Pleiadians too. Yeah, they took out three Pleiadian <laughs> ships and the scout ship that went to look for them after. So they're not making any friends. Because they, as it turns out, also dicks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They're also reptilians, just like the Anunnaki. I wonder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> causation is correlation. Correlation is causation. <laughs> reptiles are I'm not, dicks. I'm not saying nothing. Chickens I'm not saying are assholes. reptiles are dicks. <laughs> but chickens are assholes. Let's just agree. Chickens are assholes. Yeah, thank you. I like I chickens. I know. I have, I have experience with chickens. <laughs> I, too, like chickens. I would love to have chickens. I just know they're assholes. Like kittens. Kittens are assholes. That doesn't oh, mean I love so them fuzzy. less. Right? I love fuzzy kittens. They're such dicks. They are. And they're dicks for years. But nobody talks about it because they're so cute. Oh, no. I frequently talk about it. Like, Monty's coming up on, like, 17 years old. And he, still a dick. <laughs> nice. We left off as Anu and the Anunnaki returned to Earth with the Carrions, and only 1,800 years before the next GCC meeting. And they had the express condition of transmitting knowledge to humans so they could advance to the point of where they had been before the Deluge. But the Carrions quickly found out that Mulge had been destroyed, and they became suspicious and frightened, abandoning Earth for their home planet in Orion and leaving only four emissaries behind to transmit their knowledge. It would suck to be one of those four. Yeah, and the Carrions abandoned Earth before. They really just seem like they cut and run a lot, according to this story. Yeah, they're just like, fuck it, we out. Yeah, they're, they save themselves first, which is fair. I mean, they don't know us anything, I guess. I guess. It's fair. It's fair. After most of the Carrions left, Anu decided that uh, they weren't going to transmit knowledge to the humans anymore and instructed Enlil to tell everyone, but to do it discreetly, ensuring that humans wouldn't advance quickly enough to impress the Kadistu. And it worked. In the almost 2,000 Earth years, humans were not even near creating a civilization on their own. Enki. Where would Enki been during this time, you wonder? Well, I was wondering. Thank you. He had been distracted. It's kind of a long oh. aside. <laughs> but he had gone to check on his saved civilizations, uh, the Atlanteans, first in the Americas. He found they had increased in number, but not technology. And then he went to Asia and the Lemurians, and they had advanced in technology, but they were losing numbers, which he further investigated, only to discover it was due to a genetic disease. So he totally side-quested and took their DNA to the ITRs <laughs> and asked for help. <laughs> Leading to the fucking accidental creation. Quests. Pardon? So fucking side-quests. Yeah, like, it, they happen. <laughs> oh, uh, but what happened actually led to the accidental creation of a new genetic human species that was immune to the disease. So okay. He, yeah, he was busy. Yeah, well, making new species, yeah. Well, a new human species that was uh, genetically the same, but just immune to the disease. Oh, good for him. Good yeah. for him. And uh, so He's now... 100% completion, man. Like, he really wants humans to be okay. Yeah, because he's not a dick. Most of the time. I mean, sometimes he's just selfish more so. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's flawed. He's flawed. Right. So he he's, likes he's, him. Yeah. <laughs> he's so the... <laughs> oh my god, I didn't see it. Now I see it. Oh, jeez. Check four. Here we are. Sylvie has a crush on Enki. <laughs> he's a flawed, but I can fix he's him. Flawed, but he's like, good. He tries to good. help. He's trying to help. He's just got he's just a little selfish. It's fine. He's not crazy. He's not Enlil. No, he's not Enlil. I don't like Enlil. Enki. Do you kind of I like, like Enlil more, a little? Like we gotta like I you gotta love the Morley Gray. <laughs> Like anti-hero, okay. <laughs> we all know I have a type, and Enki clearly fits it. Yeah, morally gray, anti-hero, flawed. It's great, but generally yeah. good. But generally good, but like sometimes bad, like Loki. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Enki had been distracted Sylvie's boyfriend had been distracted for 1800 years making a new genetic human species and uh, in that time humans everywhere didn't really do much because uh, the Anunnaki kind of made sure of that so now we're going to go to the uh, next GCC meeting and this time they met in the Pleiades to communicate Ooh. with the Kadistu. <laughs> Now, to do this, they have to use an artifact made of crystal, as the Kadistu are in the fifth dimension, meaning it causes them immense discomfort to be in the fourth or the third dimension. So, they communicate through the crystal. Hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. The, these meetings are only for important members of the GCC. The Anunnaki aren't at this one. And they happen once a Pleiadian year or once every 29,044 terrestrial years. So well, one, one frame is pretty fucked up. Yeah, one Pleiadian year is 29,044 of our years. You know, the, the like so-called leaders and whatnot of our planet need to stop going to these fucking meetings where like 29 millennial will pass. <laughs> Before they return, because they're going to come back and shit's going to be different. <laughs> Very different, right? <laughs> so different. Like, I get that they're like, the humans are moving at a slower pace. But you know what? 29,000 years, we're going to have done some shits. And they might have. Uh, but the GCC meet, and they discuss all of the problems that exist in the galaxy with the Kadistu, the life planners, at this year, uh, sorry, at this meeting yearly. So, among other things, the GCC tell the Kadistu of the problem on Earth about humans, explaining that they were a new form of consciousness in the galaxy, and that they were unsure whether to help them or allow them to form their own destiny. The Kadistu mm -hmm. said, as the humans were a conscious species, they had the right to make their own decisions and forge their own destiny, whether I it will. Yeah, whether it was evolving or becoming extinct. And if it was a race worth keeping, the humans themselves would have to prove it. So basically the Kadistu are like free will, bitches. It's fair. It's fair. Let them figure their own shit out. You know what? If they're going to fuck their shit up and become extinct, then that's what happens. Okay. Yeah, that, that's on them. It's not our problem, really. 
Yeah, yeah. Now go back. Not my circus, though... not my monkeys. Yeah. But now go back. It's only been 30,000 years. I'm sure it'll be exactly the same as it was when you left. They didn't leave for 30,000 years. This is just one year. They Every year, they have one of these meetings. And every one of those years just happens to be almost 30,000. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they, they only so went only there for like a brief time. Thousand. It might only be a couple hundred, actually, okay. in the time. But uh, these meetings happen with regularity. Every, it's not yeah, like 30, it's not 30. like they called this meeting on account of the Earth and the Anunnaki. This was, it was happening like, anyway. Yeah, yeah, they had to wait for it, but they're like, we're going to ask the Kadistu. And then they waited for it to happen. They asked, and the Kadistu were like, they have free will. They're conscious. Leave them alone. <laughs> like, like, fuck. fuck off. Why are you asking us these benign questions? Stop being such dicks. <laughs> right? Like, come on. Uh, but then the Kadistu <laughs> dictated a law that all extraterrestrial races should respect the free will of humans, unless the humans specifically ask for help. They also made clear that there was to be no intervention with the human species unless they put the life of planet Earth at risk. Yeah, well, we do that on a semi-regular basis. That was that. But arguably, on the times when we have put the planet at risk, there have been sightings of unidentified origin. Oh. Oh, the aliens are like, fuck off. Quick, we can intervene. Just saying. But, so, the uh, Kadistu are like, okay, guys, stop fucking with them. And their draconians were like, great, fabulous, human Lulus are pretty dumb. (laughs) (laughs) The Pleiadians and the Carrions were less happy with the decision, but as it came from the Kadistu, it had to be followed. All right, all right, go Kadistu. So after the meeting, 150 Carrions headed straight back to Earth to begin transmitting basic knowledge to humankind to help them begin their evolution. Enki joined this group when he heard of, of the decision. He yeah, when he heard of the decision from the Kadistu, and over the next 2,000 years, he helped develop the first civilization, the Sumerians. We're Ooh, here finally! Yay! We made it to the Sumerians. They had over 19 principal cities, drained marshes for agriculture, developed trade, and established industries. And Anu couldn't stop it from happening, but suck it, Anu. He didn't have to help anybody either. So, when, I mean, it's not a total victory, but like. And it seems like he just doesn't care either way. He's like, I guess I don't have to do anything, so. Yay. Him, Enlil, and Marduk spent this time basically planning on how to take control back. Metrax. Anu is kind of threatened by the Draconians. The Draconians want the Earth. So he's trying to save all of the Anunnaki. <clears throat> so yeah, he doesn't really care, but he wants control and power of most of some humans, at least. It's fair. Okay. Not so fair, even... but like attracts. <laughs> yeah. Even though yeah. some humans had made significant advancements, specifically in Sumer, they were all still easily controlled by their rulers, which were priests mostly, people who had Anunnaki blood and were considered demigods with immortal powers. And also through religion, because Anu had decided... Religion is guilty at the masses. 
<laughs> yeah, Anu decided that he would create a narrative that would enshrine the Anunnaki as supreme gods, and he dictated it to Sumerian scribes who wrote it on clay tablets. Religion helped a lot by rooting a deep fear of all of their gods, insisting on human sacrifices at different times, and controlling everything with their powerful technology. One day, a human slave happened to get close to a high priest as he walked through the streets of a city in Sumer. Without any warning, the human threw a spear at the chest of the ruler, causing him to die. The slave then started screaming that the gods and demigods were not actually immortal, causing a revolt in the surrounding group of onlookers. News spread fast, causing great unrest throughout the city. And though the move was celebrated as the first step of humans towards liberation, Enki was concerned, knowing the dark potential of human nature. Hmm. I love it, though, that a human was like, fuck you! Killed a god and was like, hey guys, they die! <laughs> they die! <laughs> this just, just seems like it would make a good movie. You know, like a Stargate type movie. Why not, right? Or a TV show on Netflix. Netflix, hit us up. Netflix. Just saying. <clears throat> I'd watch the shit out of this. Right? Like, oh my god. And or especially... HBO. Oh, HBO next... might be better. It's the next um, Song of Ice and Fire. Oh. The Draconians of... are coming. We have to think of a good title. But yeah, I like it. Let's do it. Stop fire. So Enki was concerned. Mm. He was like, oh god, the humans can use violence like they are the humans are gonna start straight up killing things it's, it's happening yeah uh, and anu was having none of it and instructed enlil to take a group of loyal followers and settle them in a new location to start again <laughs> at this time marduk saw this reset as his his opportunity to grab some power and he asked anu for a group of humans to start a city with and anu agreed Marduk called his settlement Akkad, and it was located in a different part of Sumer. Now, I hear this story, and I wonder if maybe it's the earliest version of the Sodom and Gomorrah story, sinful cities mm, being destroyed, yeah. right? Okay. But I digress. Anyway, <laughs> to limit the future potential of humans working together, like what happened in Sumer, Anu decided to teach different groups of humans different languages. Enki got a bit of a stinky feeling about the varied language teaching and asked his <laughs> papa. <laughs> Anu why? answered, yeah, exactly. Why? But why though? But why? why? <laughs> Anu answered that he was just teaching them new ways of communication. He wasn't forcing them to do anything. <laughs> but Enki heard this and realized Anu was never going to let humans be. And he wasn't going to be able to do anything to stop him. So, instead, he devoted his life to traveling all over the world, teaching civilization to different groups of humans. He became known as Hermes, Trimagustus, the Thrice Time, even Thoth. He also demanded that they build a wall around the city he founded in Sumer, called Uruk. It was during this time, and even with his help, that within 100 years of arrival on the banks of the Nile, a new civilization was born. Egypt. Egyptians Egypt. were also hilariously helped by Enlil, who reportedly wanted to build three pyramids perfectly aligned to the Orion constellation, so that we would always remember where our gods came from. <laughs> His was less of an intentional helping, more of an assistance of necessity, but ended up making humans smarter regardless. So, win-win? 
He also taught uh, the humans a new system of belief, very similar to the Sumerian one. In fact, it is arguably identical. He just gave the gods different names. So, for example, Anu was Ra, Osiris and Horus are Enki, Anubis is Aleel, Isis is Inanna. We haven't spoken about her at all yet, but I love her. I'm sure at some point we will. She's uh, Venus. Now, I'm not going to go too much into depth about this part. I'll call it the abstract on this portion. But it turns out Marduk had some pretty grand plans of his own about taking over the entire Anunnaki. So he selected a dude from the city of Akkad by the name of Sargon. Actually, some scholars even argue that the name Sargon means he, the god, has established the king. So his name means that... The god established him. Anyway, so... uh, (laughs) I get it, I get it. Right, Marduk uh, got Sargon to rule Akkad and then encouraged him to attack and conquer neighboring cities. Sargon eventually became the first person in recorded history to rule over an empire in the 24th to 23rd centuries BC. That means he ruled the central government of a multi-ethnic territory. But reptilians also believe more than that. They believe that during the conquest, uh, draconians noticed an increase in the emissions of soul energy, not felt, felt since the deluge, and putting two and two together, realized they were able to feed off of the energy when humans fought against each other also, not only when sacrificed, and thus established the practice of war. Bastard. The Pleiadians, who had not only been watching, but had also been pretty much disgusted with the reptilian behavior from the very beginning, finally decided enough was enough. Working with the ITRs, they installed and activated a bunch of antenna inside the Earth's ABSU, producing low-frequency electromagnetic waves from the moon to the Earth. Their goal, to vibrate the Earth at an increasingly dense frequency, so high that it would be impossible to be tolerated by the Anunnaki and or any other ET race. The Hmm. Anunnaki could feel it happening. It was gradually more uncomfortable to be on Earth. Enki realized right away he wasn't going to be able to stay long and set out to do a couple of things. Traveling to visit the Atlanteans in the Americas first, providing them with the tools to create large stone buildings. Then he traveled to Egypt, creating a secret society where he taught not only the fundamentals of science and math, but also the secrets of the universe, the spirit, death, and matter. It was known as the Brotherhood of the White Dragon. The last thing he did was find the chosen people of Enlil. Enki had discovered that his brother had hidden a group of very loyal humans and knew that at some point he was going to use them. So he tried to recruit them for his own cause and actually succeeded in getting a few. Good job. He, He led them away and set them up on the western shore of the Dead Sea, where they were settled and became known as the Essenes. Oh, interesting. Right? The Draconians were freaking out, realizing that due to the vibrational change on Earth, they were going to have to GTFO and lose their delicious meal (laughs) ticket. In their panic, they taught Anu and Enlil rituals so that some humans could still communicate with them. But there was one small problem. The rituals only work between different dimensional levels and only on specific days of the year. 
There was just no time, though. Within 60 Earth years of the frequency change, everybody had to leave, and the humans were finally free. Yay! That's what the Pleiadians thought. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's dramatic. So dramatic. That's it. They didn't, they didn't leave, I take it. Well, no, they did actually have to leave the physical planet, but now we get into the fourth dimension. Ooh. Which is something that people can access and it's around us all the time, but I don't fully understand it. <laughs> I've never seen it. Well, maybe I have. I don't know. <laughs> But, like, I could see a lot of stuff, and because I don't know what it is, I'm never going to be able to, like, it probably, we'd, but what do we know what it looks like? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Could be anything. Could be, could be my hanger over there. It's not. It's just a hanger. But it could be. <laughs> I don't know. You're trying to put this in a way that's easy for people to understand. <laughs> I am. I really am. <laughs> But it is also very interesting because, like, there's no scientific foundation for any of this. This is just people saying these things. How do they know? How do we know anything? Well, there's a lot of it that is written from before and that people go based on that. But, yeah, exactly. How do we know that what they wrote was even true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people follow the Bible. That shit isn't even as old as this. That's true. Right? Like, literally up until the 80s, people were fighting against evolution. I mean, they're still fighting against evolution. It's painful when that happens, right? It's I mean, creationism could be, like, a compromise, but even then it's still like, no, this isn't, this isn't how any of this works. <laughs> Did you even listen to us when we were talking? This isn't how it works. I don't care what your book says. I don't this care how any of this works. I, 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 I read your book. I hear it. Yes. Cool storybook. <laughs> if there is a God, I'm pretty sure he's laughing. Uh, or he's crying dimension. and it's just like, what the hell? From the fifth dimension, definitely laughing. From the sixth dimension. But I'm here right now. Sorry, every time you say the fourth dimension, I think of that song that I think I lost my consciousness in the sixth dimension. You know you that one? You sang it a bunch of times. No, we don't know. <laughs> no. Anyway, it's, a, it's definitely a TikTok song. Okay. Um, and that made me go, let me think of this, like the, the new TikTok song. Have you heard the new Bo Burnham song? No. For five years. There's like just a section of it that is like the funniest shit. I like died and nice. it's this conversation because it's like the song is part of it i don't know i haven't even listened to the full song it's just this one little part where it's clearly like he's talking about being in a relationship with someone for five years and then there's this like part of the song that's just like an interaction about yeah. a spider in the house nice and it is i have been Gold. singing it for a week i'm gonna look this up as soon as yeah. we hang up yeah. <laughs> for listening we really appreciate it do we though I, well i mean i do check out our instagram page there are some memes that i find hilarious link uh. is in the description as always and sylvie appreciates the listening she's just being a dick i'm yeah i like dicks 
You know what? <laughs> that is that's how we end. <laughs>